Okay, everybody, we are here for another edition of Go Head Mama uh, with Kate and Danielle. <laughs> this week, we're talking about a uh, New York Post article that came out recently by Anna Davies, and it's going around the internet. Well, you know if it's on the Danielle internet, Danielle right? is not impressed. <laughs> uh, obviously. Obviously, it's true, uh, well, yeah, but that no, doesn't I, mean I, you have to feel I unimpressed I am definitely by it. unimpressed. Um, but, but this is what makes us great, Kate, because you feel like she's getting set up for the okie doke. Yeah, I okay, think so get- Okay, so this is an article by a woman who just, to be fair, just wrote right. a novel uh, about essentially faking on maternity leave. So she was... She was ticked that all of these, uh, we can get into it, all of these hotsy-totsy women these were taking time off to have babies. Oh my gosh, they're so lazy. Uh, and so she decided she wanted to take a maternity leave. And so in this article, she kind of talks about the motivation behind her novel and how uh, she did end up taking a maternity leave of her own, sort of. And it was really good for her. Uh, And she talks about how everybody should be able, you know, have access to that kind of of time. So let's, first off, you know, let's let's just get to the things that are total... Ridiculous. Okay. Okay. All right. Go Let's ahead. Just Kate. get them Go out ahead. of the way. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so the top, the number one, and I think a lot of this, as usual, thanks internets, is an issue of editing and kind of clickbaiting the uh, the headline, which is the like pitting groups of women against each other. Just fucking sucks. Like this should not be about moms versus single women or moms versus just women who choose not to have children. That's dumb. That's annoying. I think it's more in how the article is presented and shared, at least in my experience, than the article itself, but it's still like Okay, I'm, still I'm crappy, going to crappy just, dynamic. I, I, prob- I said I wasn't going to say nothing until you're done. But I'm going to throw I, I'm going to I'm going to throw this in there. <laughs> as much as I agree that the article from the post is pitting pitting women against each other. Okay. 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 Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Um, so yeah. So I think that brings us to uh, to a really important thing, which is like the difference between a, a sabbatical and parental leave. Which is like sabbaticals are great. I don't think it's quite the same because it's if you're in the like corporate world, people don't people don't really take sabbaticals. Like it's a weird thing to be able to take a sabbatical. And even if you're taking like time off, <laughs> like if you're at a progressive tech company and like you need time to clear your okay, head. Fair. Um it's still like a month, you know? It's like a month and it's considered kinda unusual okay. you do it okay. after like you've been working there for a long time. Whereas like maternity leave is a thing where you're like, I recognize that my life is changing. And I need to take time. That said, <laughs> let me just just say for everyone, as someone who has taken maternity leave, it is not the same as taking time <sighs> off to think about well, this your This is when life. I channel my deep breath. Yeah. Computer screens are expensive. <laughs> Please do not punch through yours, Danielle. I can see it in your okay. eyes right yeah, now. I'm Let's staying type. silent. This is the first time in a long time I will stay <laughs> silent until you're done. Get all the bullshit out of the way. 
I mean, you don't you don't <laughs> need to stay silent because we know like one maternity leave is awesome. It's not available to everyone either. Like sabbaticals aren't a norm, but like maternity leave isn't a norm for lots and lots of people. So saying like, oh, you know, I need it. It just seems like a kind of stupid shit way to shift that conversation. Like it should be about. Like, it seems like a fish-to-fry situation. Like, if if we don't have lower-income moms with access to maternity leave, like, why are we whining about how you don't get to go on your fucking spirit quest at 32? Um, and, like, the other big thing, along with it just not being a relaxing time, like, you're not sleeping... Somebody is, like, trying to eat your body the entire time. You have hormones coursing through you that make you fucking bananas. Um, for, for most women, like, this was the part that kind of blew my mind on this. Maternity leave is not, like, an well, awesome yeah. career move. Like, that was really amazing to me that she was like, yeah, all these moms come back and then they suddenly, like, dominate the... Ch- like, What? What moms are you talking to where they come back from maternity leave and suddenly, like, do better at work and instead of getting, like, shunted I to mean, the side and taken off of so, interesting you know, projects? So, and I think the, that's the been thing, my experience. thing that you're fair about is that, so the author is actually Megan Foy, right? And I feel like maybe Anna Davies feels like, because the way the article was written, it's like, who do I blame more? I guess that's that's what I'm like sitting here like, yeah, Megan's getting all the heat because she's the one that's you know saying me eternity, but she's talking to Anna Davies who writes this article that basically like one of the things she says. Oh, I, I pulled out quotes. I don't pull out quotes all the time, okay? But she says. It seemed that parenthood was the only path that provided a modicum of flexibility. <laughs> There's something about saying I need to go pick up my child as a reason to leave the office on time that has far more gravitas than, say, my best friend just got ghosted by her OK Cupid date and needs a margarita. But both sides are valid. <laughs> Completely. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I just feel like it's like Anna said, yep. making up for the okie doke. Because... <laughs> They're both writing about this very touchy topic, but the way the post article is written, it doesn't help the argument, which I think what you're making is, you know, or, or that we're, we'll, you know, we're getting into is that there are these strong differences between maternity leave and taking time for yourself, which I know, Kate, you strongly believe in, I strongly believe in, nobody's saying that's a bad thing, but to say things like, I need to go pick up my child is equivalent to my friend got ghosted by her okay cupid date not saying those things aren't important to people individually but that suggests that when a person male or female says to their counterparts at work i need to go pick up my child it completely ignores the fact that what kind of response do you get from people that don't have children is it pos- is it positive most of the time i mean for a lot of people Again, watching our making overstated in situations that I've seen, it's not welcomed with open arms in most cases. So male or female, if you have to say, I'm leaving the meeting early or I can't do the drinks after work, no one says, oh, you know what? Go ahead and have fun with your kid. We understand. (laughs) 
children are magical. That's way more important than getting this project done on time. No, no. See, this is, yeah, you're absolutely right. Because this is something, um, you know, that's come up in a lot of contexts. And it's a terrible dynamic for everyone. So bear with me here. Like, bear with me here. Nobody says, like, yes. Yes, I'm so glad you're going to pick up your child. Like, we will just stop all of our activity until you return. They say, oh, I guess you have to do that. Okay. Hey, 20-something who's willing to just abuse the shit out of themselves and never, like, ever go home, why don't you fill in? Or, like, person who is willing to just, like, set their personal life on fire for this job, why don't you just take over that role? So then the parents screwed. The person who is filling in their place is, like, their life is terrible, and they have reinforced that they can never go home. And, like, nobody comes out as a winner in that. Everybody gets tired. Everybody gets overstressed. Like, the parent ends up not being as good an employee and eventually leaves to do something else. The person who's overstressed freaks out and goes on, like, their maternity leave spirit quest. To find your spirit animal. totally overworked and stressed out. Like, it's shitty... Yeah, exactly. And I I think that here's where I am sympathetic to this article. It all comes back to workplace culture not having a respect for the fact that you just can't work all the time. Like, looking looking for the excuse is beside the point. So, you know, you have to pick up your kid from, from, from school is, is in that sense no different from I have to go get margaritas with my friend. Like, it's the fact that you need to set limits and say, like, I am, I'm done with you assholes for today. Like, I'm not being productive anymore. I have other things in my life. I need to be able to say, like, okay, I'm going to be unavailable for the next two hours, no matter who you are. Like, it's better, it's okay, better I for mean, everybody. Basically, what you're saying is we should have written an article, which I, I fully agree with. I fully agree with that. Um, but, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So, I, the reason why I'm pausing is because I see what you're saying as true, and I, I'm 100% on board with it. Mm-hmm. The, the question I have, then, is when having this conversation... So, I think it was lumpily phrased, but I, there was one quote. Oh, I got, I got one more for you. Oh, okay. I got a quote uh, that, I, that I really liked. <laughs> okay, so here's the one that I really liked, which is, women are bad at putting ourselves first, but when you have a child, you learn how to self-advocate to put the needs of your family first. A well-crafted maternity, me-ternity, can give you the same skills, and taking one shouldn't quali- uh, disqualify you from taking maternity leave later. And I really like that, because... That's where this context is important because maternity leaves does feel like shorthand for the way that women in general just don't put themselves first. Like we've talked about it in our, uh, you know, you've seen study after study where if, if women are given the framework that advocating for Mm -hmm. themselves is actually advocating for someone else. So either like, you know, uh, either advocating for their their family, like they need to push for a higher salary or push for more uh, more PTO on behalf of their family, or even putting it in the context of like you're doing it for the sisterhood, like 
this is historical, what you do is important precedent, then they're much more likely to push for what they want and need. Whereas if it's framed as, Mm. oh, I just want, I want this for my own because I deserve it. Like, women just quit. They're just like, oh, you know, I guess I like, I guess this thing that I already have is enough. Um, And that's where it seems really important to me is that, like, I'm hoping that this is directed. Yes. (sighs) So optimistically, uh, I'm hoping that this article is really directed at single women and women without kids to say, hey, like, you can advocate for yourself. You don't have to wait for another human to be in your life and dependent on you for you to, to have needs and to recognize that, like, you're not just a robot who can infinitely work um, and do everything. And I think, like well, I said, I, I think that that's good for moms. And, and I was a bit of too. an asshole because I have the, the sub point that says... I'm really excited for the if these women that just once they have a child begin to self-advocate. I think in theory, that's what happens. Like people think that's what's happening. But just like how you described it, it's still not self-advocating. It's advocating for your family. It's not that you have a child. And, and again, you get better at putting your personal life as a priority. But I'm still not sold on this notion that the maternity leave is equivalent to maternity because it gives you this self-reflective time. I think that's something that we're struggling through and we're having those conversations. That's yeah. that's that's good, but there's still this part where I I'm not sold that that's equivalent. And but I do like the part where she does note that maternity can be an, should be an add-on. I'm going to put should to be optimist, optimistic um, to maternity leave. Yeah. No, you're right. And and you make a really good point there where like I'm looking at this at a from a place of like being incredibly lucky and privileged in that that was my experience with maternity leave was that um you know when I had I had 4 months which is obscene like insane for the US um and I had a spouse who was working full time other than the first couple of weeks but, like, I still had a spouse. I had friends locally and visits from family so that I had enough support um, where I could, you know, work on an article and uh, network for other jobs in case I, yeah, the stuff that I was worried about happened with my current job and, like, did a, did a lot to enable me to make the transition to the job I have now, which is basic, like, which is my, like, fantasy job. It's fantastic. I love my company. Like, I love the people I work with. Um, And additionally, I feel really comfortable going home on, you know, at at 4.30. And because, like, that's, my commute takes a while. And I'll I'll work later. It'll be fine. Like, I I don't think, I think I would have been freaked out by that when I was younger. Like, I put in the hours and I felt like I... You know, like I worked like a crazy person in my 20s. I'm unusual, but I am where a lot of women who are at like my income level and professional success level think everyone is. You know, you read Lean In, so this feels like the norm, but it's not. First of all, this is why we this is why you always be uh, you have a special place in my heart because you recognize that that's not everyone's reality. And 
it's nothing that you should ever be feel guilty or ashamed of because you've worked damn hard to be in that position. But I'm curious because like I have a lot of um, I mean, I'm sure we both know people that had kids in their 20s, early 20s and late 20s. Right. Yeah. There's a big difference there, too. But I just feel like (laughs) and like we've had friends that had babies in law school. And t- during the bar, which yeah. I have one friend that I really want to talk to because I don't know how the hell she did that. But right, I we still need to find that. I would love to learn that magic. The bar, there was like a woman that went into labor, finished her exam, and I'm just putting it out there. Oh that my god! Even even not talking about socioeconomic level, like not even taking all that into consideration, like you can still be in a good place or a bad place, but just depending on where you are, maternity leave is not always about you. And I, I mean, I know you know that, but I'm I'm like talking yeah. to, I'm actually I feel like I'm more talking to yeah. Anna <laughs> than even Megan at this point because I'm kind of annoyed of how because that <laughs> article could have really been written in yeah. a different way, um, unless. Megan's just an asshole, and that these are just the things that... <laughs> but I'm giving both of them the benefit of the doubt, because it's just kind of like, ugh. It doesn't sit well that they had an opportunity to discuss in more detail the power and the strength of people, but in this case, women, really standing up for themselves and doing what you're suggesting, right? Like, putting themselves first without the need of um, the push of having to have a family. Right. But it's just like and, and that's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Inflammatory. Like they were definitely looking for clicks. And also, you know, they were short sighted. Like they're looking at the women they work with um, in their world and not. But even like women. Across but even the board, women across the even which the women is not that they uncommon. work with. I don't I, mean, I don't know. I'm not going to make such like I can't imagine that they're like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, no, you're I mean, right. You're and right. I mean, she had the joke in there where she was talking to her friend and they were like plotting the whole, you know, <laughs> plotting the whole, uh, you know, fake maternity leave. And I think maybe that's how the book came about or whatever. But and that was funny. And I can imagine both of us having jokes like that with our friends. But you would hope that at the same time, you recognize yeah. that that person is going through a lot of hormonal changes, a lot of body changes, a lot of family dynamic changes that don't equate to me sitting down with my journal like it did when I was single and without a child where I can just journal about my thoughts and um, think about these things. Like the time is really, really limited to do that. And that's what a me eternity sounds like. A me eternity sounds mm-hmm. like I'm you know, taking coffee breaks and I'm like really thinking about and journaling all the time and I'm really struggling with this who am I question. And even as you tell me that your maternity leave was great, Kate, like I believe it because it was great for what you wanted to be. But did you really have all this like self-exploration time? Like I don't. Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) There was no like wandering into the desert. Did you have like him strapped? Yeah, I mean, I, I I did, I think I got access to more of that than your average person because I was, okay. you know, yeah. I had maternity leave in the summer and I got to walk around and there was, there's a small college by my old house that had beautiful gardens. So I'd walk him around in circles for a while and just kind of think and chill with my kid. Uh, and one good thing about maternity leave 
that is is positive and makes it pr- maybe better than just like going on vacation for a long time is that you're so insane and there's such constant demand from your baby that you have to kind of zone out to a certain degree. Like you can't just like fill it with yeah. activities and hanging out with other people. Like you're kind of forced to just so, sit with your so own brain you're, you, to a you're, certain you're degree. You're really good at calming me down because I'm just like, fine, Kate, that's another good point. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. <laughs> but here's my... Mm. See, this is one where I will probably I'm gonna I'm gonna piss you off, which is for me. I think it would be even more clickbaity, and people would lose their minds on the internet. But I think that's also important, like for the exact same reasons, which is like, so even more so if it's not like the single woman who is willing to set her personal life on fire to stay the extra three hours, it's the, and this was, this was more my experience in the law firm world, it's the married guy with, like, three kids under the age of five who's like, oh, yeah, of course, I can stay till 8.30 because my stay-at-home wife is going to, like, take care of the children, and I'll just call her and tell her that she also <laughs> needs to, like, make dinner for them alone and prep them for the school, and I won't see her until 10. Like... This is this is screwed up as well. Like that's totally fucked. Like and it happens all the time and it's how women get screwed in the workplace. You know, they're they're treated as like more respectable and more dependable and women have kids and they're thrown under the bus. And it's because from my view, from my view men like okay. So my views on this have okay. changed a bit since having a son. And since, you know, since having my husband be the stay-at-home parent for a while, uh, which is, I think this is really damaging for men, too. Like, men get pushed out of their kids' lives because of this norm that, like, parenting, yeah, somebody else is at home to do it, and therefore their contribution has to be um, making money. And their contributions, their their emotional well-being has to rest on their career and not participating. You know, you can treat the relationships in your life as a, an afterthought. And you can just, like, find a partner who's willing to take care of your kids and call it a day instead of actually, like, engaging with yourself emotionally, figuring out, like, what you actually want and believe in in your life, like, because your job is just to uh, put on the blinders as much time as work at work as possible. Like, I think that's really unhealthy for men. That screws over women, like, triply. It screws over the women they work with. It screws over, like, the women in their personal lives. And I just, like, I don't know. I just think work mm. culture is really, really poisonous. You've given this a lot of thought, more so than my, like, we should just yell and scream. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm yelling you're, you're, and screaming, you're yelling right. and screaming. Oh, I'm yelling and screaming. Very thoughtful things, and I appreciate that. I guess, I, okay, so I, I feel like even in this conversation, 
I'm com- like, I agree with you. And you know, if I didn't, I'd be like, Kate, Kate, seriously, we need to talk. Okay. But I, but I really do see all of your points and, and the oh, yeah. culture being, you know, disrespectful, just in general to what's important to people outside of work is like you say, it is very poisonous. Mm-hmm. And that's a real thing that everyone should be working together on. Um, I just, I'm just, I'm just saddened that for something that has been so click worthy and so kind of in the news and well, I mean, in everybody's news, but in the kind of this circle of, you know, maternity leave, maternity, paternity leave conversation that, yeah. that this is the way it was presented. Yeah. Because even if, because yeah, when I, even it's when I asked the, the, what if, the, what if, um, uh, either of them honestly had been male uh, I was actually even asking a more simple question which was like would like this this wouldn't fly because it would have been just click worthy it, it would have completely missed all the very valid arguments that you're making so you put all this energy into like making something that's click worthy but then you end up yeah yeah like there's human shit on my hands as I read this article are you and fucking like, kidding me like, why don't I shit on your hands Maybe it's and see how mask. relaxing Maybe you find this vacation? Mask, right? But yeah. <laughs> just rub it in. It's so moisturizing. Yeah. That's oh, why all oh, moms yeah. look so oh, well yeah. rested. So it's just you and know glowing. <laughs> I say as I like you know what, see the video of my eye bags in the video beauty. right now. Oh my god. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, and I think your point about men is is like so so poignant especially because you know you we're both best blessed with these amazing partners who want to be involved in their children's lives and you see the struggle i mean and again we're going to talk about this whole um concept yeah. of like single parent syndrome because i think even when we get into that it's like really kind of getting out of the notion that men don't want to or choose or opt out of their role as emotional parents and it's unfortunate that if a guy had yep. written this yeah. under this title, I, I won't lie, I would have been like, burn him at the stake. Um, <laughs> but, had someone, <laughs> but what I will say really is that feel. had a man or, or a woman without children um, written this with the understanding of A, putting forward and respecting what, as best they can, what parenting involves for both male and female parents, um, and, and just kind of giving that respect and then discussing that on top of, damn it, you're always so reasonable. Whoop, whoop, look at us. We did it. Another episode. So exciting. Yeah. So Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Go Ahead Mama. And if you love us, give us five stars on iTunes and tell us what you liked. Positive affirmation is not always a bad thing. Tell us what we did well, and we'll keep doing it. And we also love general constructive feedback. So if there's something that you think we can be doing better or a topic idea that you'd love to hear, email us at letstalkmamacita at gmail.com. And if you don't like us, just uh, step away from the computer right about now. Okay, well, special shout out to our audio engineer, Josh Cherouz, and our amazing intern, Reese Ravner. Until next time, thanks, mamas.